It's the eve of opening night in Pittsburgh, and I'm not sure that any of us really knows what to expect from this team, or even what to expect from what this team should expect from itself. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this Face-off is at 7.08 p.m. between the Penguins and Coyotes. The team is asking that fans be in their seats by 6.50 p.m. so that you can partake in the various pregame festivities, including the really cool intros. You don't want to miss those. Show up on time. You know, actually, not, not on time, a little bit early. It's 20 minutes early. Uh, it's worth it. It's a, it's a good scene, and I can imagine that more than anything – It'll be emotional, not just for the fans who are in there, but also for Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang now that they'll be back in Pittsburgh for the foreseeable future, if not for life. It's going to be fun. The whole season could be fun. But for it to become something more substantive than just the occasional good time, there's going to have to be, I think, a little bit of an adjustment on the team's part, uh, strategically and even philosophically. It's not excessive. It's really more a point of emphasis than anything else, and it's pretty simple. Protect the puck. Whenever you talk to anybody associated with this team through this camp, through this preseason, what you'll get back is, well, here, this is what Sidney Crosby had to say about the team's identity after practice a couple nights ago? Uh, I think speed. Um, say the word experience. Um, word that's been used a little bit more, but um, yeah, I think that's something that you need to create, though. I mean, it's one thing to say it, but uh, that's something that through your play and through habits, that's something that uh, you want to establish. So every team will tell you that's what they want to try to do in the first 10 games is really establish that, and that'll be the challenge. And here's what Latang had to say on the same subject. Well, I think we're it's kind of the same thing as uh, previous year. Uh, we're based on on speed and puck pursuit, forecheck, um, relentless pressure on, on an opposing team. Um, so I think that's that's where it matters. I think a lot of character. You know, uh, doesn't matter if you go down one, two, or three goal. You, you keep fighting, and uh, all of that's fair, accurate, indisputable, actually. These guys know what Mike Sullivan wants, and they know at what points on the rink he wants it, and they know at what points in the game he wants it. But what you don't hear as vocally from them, as passionately from them, is what I had just mentioned. Protect the puck. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Sullivan has a favorite saying when he's talking about the great players that are on his team. He says, we don't want to take the sticks out of their hands. He'll often cite this after some egregious turnover, let's say, for example, by Gino. 
in which he'll acknowledge that Gino is capable of making passes that others aren't. So obviously are Sid and Latang. But at the same time, there's points on the rink, there's quadrants of the rink where he doesn't want to see them try it. And that right there, that alone, I feel is going to be a big, big deal for this hockey team right off the bat. Right off the bat, Arizona is not some powerhouse, to say the least. They can kind of lull you in to thinking that you can get away with anything. A lot like, let's say, for example, oh, a preseason game against Buffalo. Anything goes because every pass looks like a good pass. And even if you whiff, you're not going to pay for it because there's a couple of Buffaloes skating in the other direction with the puck. You're going to have to get that out of your system permanently, institutionally, it's got to become a reflex that when they reach a certain part of the rink, let's say, for example, and this is Sullivan's number one, crossing over the other team's blue line. You might think it's inside your own blue line, and that's pretty bad, but that tends to be not something that's done deliberately anyway, so you don't have to push it as hard. With coaches, nobody's going to stop at their own blue line, pull up and go, hey, look, there's someone over there and try to pass it. It just doesn't happen. But across the attacking blue line, it's a little too common. So, yeah, go ahead and forecheck. Don't listen to the doubters slash haters who say that you can't skate at that level to continue a forechecking system. You can. You can. You absolutely can. I will repeat into infinity that this remains a fast roster. But what you don't want to be doing is having your higher-end skill guys, and not just the core, but any of them, thinking, oh, well, let's try this. And that's when you're going to be wasting too much time and energy chasing people backward and, worst off, fishing the puck out of your own net. It's a good hockey team, still. It might be a better roster than the one they had last year, for reasons that I'll touch on on tomorrow's show. But this, this one thing needs to be exercised from this team. When we come back, J1Q. from Brian Conley, who asks, DK, you've spoken a lot about Todd Reardon working with the, the D on playing not only toward their strengths, but also away from their weaknesses. The results speak for themselves. But other coaches must have tried this. Do you have any insights on what makes Reardon's instruction effective? Yes, I do. And you're right. He's not reinventing the wheel. But what he has that players love is such an Intensive personal touch to his instruction. I have watched Reardon come in into the locker room after games and plop himself right down next to a player. This is not normal, okay? Not in any sport. He will come in and sit down and just share one quick, simple observation or... Or he'll make sure that he's available to them if they have a question. What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? 
I got a good story for you. Here, pull up a chair. After a game that the Penguins lost, this was in New York, as memory serves, one of the team's defensemen thought he messed up, and he thought he blew the game because he went behind the net when his defense partner had already done so, which is something they teach you that from when a peewee squirts bantams all the way on up. If you've got a defense partner who's already back there, you stay home and take care of the front of the net. You can't just leave it abandoned. And as I asked this individual to describe his role in the play or what he thought he should have been doing, it was at that point that Reardon pokes his head around the corner, makes eye contact with me as if to say, hey, you got to give us a minute here. And I back off. They talk for about two minutes, and I reapproach. And the player explains to me, hey, that that wasn't my fault at all. In that specific, highly specific scenario, I'm actually supposed to go back there. It was resolved on the spot. The player didn't have to have some long, miserable flight home or hide from everybody on the charter. Nor did he have to lose a night of sleep. Because he'd cost his team the game, or so he thought. Reardon made sure that it was taken care of right on the spot. I'm probably not giving you the best example of instruction, but again, this isn't about necessarily instruction. Most coaches who are working with offensive defensemen to try to make sure that they can get the best out of them in the defensive zone will take Reardon's approach, which is simplify things. Find a space on the rink. Be responsible for it. We'll have your partner do the running around or we'll have a forward back. Uh, We're going to make things simpler for you, but you need to work with us and keep things simpler. When you get the puck, get it off the window and out. How many times did you see that? Last season from Mike Matheson, who looked like a different player. He really did. Not that he was some, you know, defensive stalwart, but he was a lot better in that regard. He emphasizes, Reardon does, keeping it simple. But more important than that, he has a way of making it very, very, very direct. I appreciate the question. Really good question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these tomorrow in advance of actual bleeping hockey. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.